0: further things that never happened to Buffy Summers. A Buffy the Vampire Slayer crossover fic. Written by Jedi Buttercup. Read by Dr. Fumbles McStupid. Summary. Fifth take at the challenge. One Slayer, ten crossovers, one hundred words each. Too fast, too furious. Never drove a ten-second car. Buffy glanced at the driver to her left, smiled brilliantly at the challenge in his laser-bright blue eyes, and revved her engine. The driver's course Giles had insisted she attend had been a revelation. According to the instructor, her slayer reflexes were too quick for normal vehicles at normal speeds to handle, but a souped-up street racer... She laughed as her opponent revved a reply. Racing fired her blood better than anything bar slaying, addictive and satisfying, especially against an opponent as skilled as Bullet. "'Come and get me,' Buffy mouthed at him, and pushed the pedal to the floor." lie to me. Never faced a lie detector. Buffy frowned at the suit-wearing, serious-faced guy seated across from her. This wasn't the first time she'd been interrogated about a Slayer-adjacent dead body, but usually it was a cop asking the questions, not a deception expert. That worried her. Dr. Lightman frowned back. I believe you when you say you didn't do it, but you are lying about what you were doing there. She put on her best innocent expression and opened her mouth to reply. He preempted her with a snort. You are not nearly as skilled a liar as you think you are, he said. Try again. Tin Man, never heard of the Emerald of the Eclipse. Buffy stood outside the rustic cabin and stared up at the waterfall of green light flowing into the sky. It looked like nothing so much as the magical interdimensional energy that formed the key, last seen embodied as her so grounded little sister. Dawn, she murmured, horrified as she watched. She'd been wondering how the council would retrieve her after a frisky Kansas tornado had thrown her car across dimensions into backcountry, never-never land. If this was what it looked like, if they brought Dawn, heads were going to roll. Grimly, she started off through the darkening landscape towards the distant tower. Iron Man Never saw an arc reactor. Buffy studied the news article about the so-called superhero Iron Man, Tony Stark, with a disillusioned frown. What? Don teased her. You have something against hot older guys who can kick ass? I thought he'd be right up your alley. One would think, but Buffy was concerned with other factors. I'm more worried about that glowy thing he uses to power his suit. He works with the military. Remember the initiative? If the wrong people steal that technology. Willow sucked in a breath. Ooh, you're thinking Adam Mark too? Trying not to, actually, Buffy replied with a shudder. The Sarah Connor Chronicles Never Fought Against the Machines Maybe it was obvious to most people, but Buffy could tell almost immediately that Cameron Baum wasn't a probable slayer at all, nor actual sister of the teenage boy with her. Something in her sentence structure, and the way she tilted her head, reminded Buffy of April and her own double. "'You're not human,' she said abruptly. "'Who built you?' Cameron glanced at John, then back at Buffy." Slayers protect innocence," she said consideringly. Yes, Buffy replied, narrowing her eyes at the robot. We do. Several hours later, despite John's mom's objection, the war against Skynet gained a new combatant. <laughs> Dr. Horrible. Never got a PhD in slaying. Are you kidding me? Buffy asked, staring around the table at the startled league of wannabe evil overlords. The news media makes you guys out to sound terrifying, but Angel was right. You're just a bunch of Warren Mercers plodding in your basement. The horse, seriously, an actual horse, one even reply, and all of them but the one in the red lab coat clapped their hands over their ears, alarmed. Buffy laughed and pocketed her steak. How about we try the Batman method? I'm sure the cops would. Hey! She seized Lab Coat Guy's ray gun and broke it in half. Any more objections? Twilight, never met a colon. He sparkled at me, Buffy repeated, still flustered by the encounter. Are are you sure it wasn't? Her watcher's voice carried through the phone. In a diamonds are my best friend kind of way, not a flamey ow sunlight way, Buffy clarified. His eyes did that amber thing, but no wrinkly forehead, no demony vibes. I don't get it, Giles. Are they vampires or aren't they? My contacts said they were, but your description clearly contradicts that. I'll have to do some further research. Buffy sighed, which means you'll have to stick around in Piney Rainforest, USA. I do apologize, my dear. fringe. Never become part of the pattern. It had been a long time since Buffy had last faced a demon ascension, but she'd only grown more experienced with age, and this time she had a lot more backup. The politician in question had died the moment his body began to morph. Unfortunately, the event had been very public, and the FBI were all over it. She'd stayed behind to make sure her girls weren't implicated. You sure this is part of the pattern? She heard one blonde agent ask her partner. Sunnydale syndrome strikes again, Buffy thought, peering down on the scene from the rooftop next door. Sanctuary never stopped wanting to be normal. I'm sorry, Henry said, settling a hand on Buffy's shoulder. What for? She replied stiffly, turning from the mermaid's tank to face the scruffy werewolf. He hadn't admitted it yet, but it was fairly obvious to a slayer's senses. Your Dr. Magnus has a new species of-she could barely say it-abnormals to study, and the Council knows something about why potentials actually have potential that they didn't before. What's to be sorry about? I know what it's like to want to be normal more than anything, he replied quietly. Unbidden, a tear trickled down Buffy's cheek. <laughs> heart, never appreciated the written word. So, Silvertongue. Buffy smiled across the open mouth at her Xander-shaped friend. We've come a long way since Giles forbid you to read Latin in the library, huh? Thanks to Meggie, he chuckled, and made a gimme motion. Buffy tossed the book over. Then he began to read. Before them stretched a dark still lake. Neither sky nor sunset was reflected on its sullen surface. The Cyrenon had filled all the valley. Dark water poured down, roaring between them. When it finally stopped, the priest they'd brought leaned forward and intoned a blessing. The army of Tura Khan was no more.